What I love about what I do is that I get to connect people, right? So like people in real estate never even thought anything about mental health and they, you know, but an opposite way around people in mental health normally aren't thinking anything about real estate, being able to connect the dots. So I have been able to connect my mental health friends who need big properties, who don't want the challenge of managing this with people who want people who have bigger pockets, right? So I have connected real estate individuals with mental health. And so they will buy the real estate and they will base the mental health individuals would just be the tenants. And they know that they have a very locked in deal. Welcome to the Share the Wealth Show, where minority professionals can learn to escape the racial wealth gap and catapult themselves into abundance. Your host, Nicole Pendergrass, grew her net worth from being negative to multiple six figures. Join her on her investigative mission to expose secret strategies of the wealthy so we can all have the tools needed to build the life and legacy we were created to possess. Now it's time for the show. Hey guys, so we're back again. This is the second part of the episode with today's guest. I need you, if you have not heard part one, go back to the previous episode and listen to that first and then come back and join us here today. You need to hear the whole conversation. This is why we split into two parts. There's so many nuggets, it's so juicy. Go back and listen to the first part. Um, and then for Kennedy's Quest, since it's, it's state and local funding, whatever that looks like, and those are grants. So do you have a grant writer? Are you applying for grants? Like how often do you need to apply for grants? And if you are awarded one, is that like a one-year term? Is it a five years, like extended? Like how often are you continuing to apply for grants to, to keep the capital to be able to fund the housing? So we typically only apply for about three grants. Um, and they're normally through the city. We have one of them that came uh, kind of by way of the state, but it's a part of it comes from the city and a pot comes from the state. And okay. so I write an RFP, which is a request for a proposal and um, you submit it. And it's, so it's, it is grant money, but it's really through an RFP and they fund it for a year based off of the amount of individuals that come in. So basically you send an invoice that says, this is how many people we serviced. Obviously for HIPAA, you can't explain exactly who they were, but you say it and then they write you a check. Okay. So you're basically awarded, let's say you're awarded at the beginning of the year um, based on maybe past number of clients okay. you've serviced before. And then by the end of the year, you actually put in, submit your receipts to all the, the clients that you did actually service. And then they write the check then. So you get paid at the end of the year for the service. Not the end of the year, okay. end of the month. Oh, end of the month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so each Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. So you don't get money for the hotel till the end of the year? No, just the end of the month. <laughs> okay. So it's the, a monthly. The, the you submit your, okay. You submit your, or your um, invoices at the end of each month and then they will yes. pay then. Okay. For services rendered. Okay. That's a lot. That's, that's, it but is. you know what? It's a lot, but it's impactful. Like you're Thank you. making a difference in the, in the industry, in the area that you can service and that's not something that everybody can just do. This is so many moving parts and there's a lot like. I actually I think well, it's very easy to do. I think a lot of people just don't know it. And, and what I love about what I do is that I get to connect people, right? So like people in real estate never even thought anything about mental health and they, you know, but 
in opposite way around people in mental health normally aren't thinking anything about real estate, being able to connect the dots. So I have been able to connect my mental health friends who need big properties, who don't want the challenge of managing this with people who want people who have bigger pockets, right? So I have connected real estate individuals with mental health. And so they will buy the real estate and they will base the mental health individuals would just be the tenants. And they know that they have a very locked in deal. We aren't going anywhere because I have a business to run and they aren't going anywhere because they're the professionals in the real estate. So it's not hard to do. It's just because I decided to do, to do both sides that it's been a little challenging. But now that I got the swing, it's it, it works great for both sides. I get to develop assets and fuel my mental health business at the same time. That's beautiful. And then that that's also like a bigger impact. Have you ever decided or thought about uh, maybe having consultation type of, or some, some type of program or service that you offer, like a paid service that you offer for connecting like more real estate investors with mental health professionals and ha- helping to integrate the two so that they can run smoothly, giving them like SOPs or whatever, however they need to work together. In that case, like since you have all these pieces kind of already mapped out from experience, that could be a bigger, um, like just impact nationally for, because every area is so specific when it comes to you like regulations and what's available and what nonprofits and all those other things to work with that like you would have to be in that particular area in order to know like the ins and outs of what's going on there. So it would be very hard for you to do that yourself nationally, but you could affect people nationally and expand your model by offering these kind of services and maybe marketing it that way. Yeah, I I have definitely thought about it. I don't know why I haven't done it <laughs> because I've definitely thought of, I love just- So you're so busy already? Yeah. And for some reason, I just haven't taken the time to decide what that actually looks like monetarily. Right. Because I love the idea of just knowing that people are going to get the services that they need by doing the connection. Um, So what that actually looks like to put it together, I don't. But this conversation is making me say, like, I really should go back to it and think about it. Yeah, that would be that would be great. This is one thing I actually um, have always been interested in and could never find the right connections was special needs programs and how to house them, especially because I saw that there is a bigger impact. Being a real estate investor is great. You can provide clean, safe housing for people, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. Um, But to be able to do that to the level where you're helping people at a different like ability or they just don't have certain resources or help. But then that also normally comes with dealing with um, like low payment options or especially section eight in some areas doesn't pay what yeah. is needed to be able to operate a properly efficiently and keep you know services and things maintained the way it needs to be. Um, and it's an extra layer of work for the, the owner to try to coordinate mm-hmm. all these things. So I do think that that deserves the, the higher level of payment as well. So you could do, you can, be incentivized to even more, not like you wouldn't be incentivized to not help because you're not getting paid because there's plenty of people who do that. But it just kind of helps, you know what I mean? Like move yeah. move the bucket along if you can do well while, I don't want to be, beat a dead horse with that phrase, but, but like do well by doing good. Yes, you know? that's a sentiment. I've been ex- like exploring that for so long and I was so close one time and it wasn't for mental health 
but it was for like disabled vets. Okay. Um, oh, so I was really close there. to getting connected to someone who knew the ins and outs in my area. And then like at the last second, they, they basically kind of switched gears from what they had been explaining to me from before. And then like was nothing, not, nothing ever came to fruition with that potential like partnership. Um, so I've been just wondering if you my ears open ever since on like how to make that work. But now I know you. So yeah. and there's so much money in veteran housing. Like there's so much money in veteran housing and foster care. So the people that are aging out of foster care, that is a huge bucket of there too. So like you said, you can get paid well while doing good. And like it is hard to know if you're not in the field, it is hard to know how to connect and programs change every day. So I, I definitely understand that. But like I said, connecting with someone like myself or some type of person in social services, they'll always be able to tell you what it looks like. And they're just not familiar with what the real estate side looks like. But obviously that's where you come in. Okay. Yeah. So is there a particular, if someone's interested in reaching out to professionals that are in the field because they do want to be involved in special needs and whatever that bucket looks like, but they don't know the ins and outs of that. And like you said, it, it does change all the time. So they need someone who is tapped into like has their um ear to the ground when it comes to what's happening in mental health veterans foster care like all these other services that you are mentioning what is like a title of someone or what's the bucket like who should sign i know titles could be so different depending on where you're at too but who should someone be looking for as far as like what their responsibilities are like how could i google like who to look up <laughs> to even have this conversation to decide to figure out what is needed so I can provide that from the real estate side of things, like, and how I can make that kind of partnership and connection. There's not really a person, which is why we've been talking about, you know, me starting that might be something great because uh, it, like I said, it's different in every state, it's different in every city. And then there has to be like a, a need Like, yes, I'm a mental health professional. I own a business, but that I have to want to have the real estate side. So I, it's, there's not a particular person, a title in any way, shape or form. But what I would say is if I can give any advice is maybe, ooh, maybe hospitals, right? So what I would say is hospitals have to have the most resources, mental health hospitals, or psych, at least a psychiatric unit. They have to have resources for everything. So if you don't know anywhere else to contact either social services or a mental health hospital and asking their care coordinator um, about some resources for housing or this, that, and third, they'll have something and that might be able to get you at least started on finding someone who may be interested in helping. Yeah, that that's great advice. Cause I'm I was thinking more on the line of if someone is a real estate investor and has real estate and wants yeah. to connect with, you know, the mental health side of things, but wants to make sure that the types of property they're targeting for acquisition fit what mental health services need or whatever other special needs services need. And then that way they're not just out there willy-nilly exactly. offering on anything. They're getting something that is is will fit the need that is is in the area you know there's nothing like that which is why i've been wanting to make something like that to connect the dots because i do know there's lots of mental health professionals and lots of real estate people but there's no there's no platform there's no network there's no title that bridges those two together at all nothing okay that's that's, a that's void. unfortunate that actually yeah. should exist and i think I like it 
Yeah, I, and I'm interested in that. We need to talk more. Yes, <laughs> maybe <we do. laughs> maybe everyone listening, you're listening, you're hearing like an, a business idea mm -hmm. come yes. to fruition as we're just discussing this. Yes, in the um, next year or two, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To build wealth with real estate. Are you all tapped out on YouTube University and ready to get help tailored to your specific situation and goals? Have you always known that you are a little different from the crowd, that you never liked following the status quo, and that you're just tired of living in mediocrity? You want to build wealth on your own terms outside of Wall Street? Well, you know, then maybe the Microfamily Mavericks mentorship program can help with that. It's a community where I handhold you through the process of buying your first small commercial multifamily building because not everyone is ready for 100 units out the gate. Why multifamily? Because it gives your rental income a hedge against vacancy. Imagine what happens when your single family rental tenant leaves, right? And why commercial five plus units? Because you have much more control over increasing the building's value in the commercial space and then in turn, increasing your own net worth. Starting small is a stepping stone to so much more because then you can tap that equity and buy another building and another and another and you get the point. So increasing your cash flow and your ability to be job optional along the way. It's all a part of the journey. So if you think big, but you want to start small, and if you know multifamily real estate is the way for you to open the door to building a life of freedom, abundance, and legacy, but you just need someone to guide you step-by-step, step, and you want to be surrounded by other people on the same journey, doing the same thing, then just click the link in the show notes to find out a little bit more about the Microfamily Mavericks. And I look forward to potentially seeing you on the inside. So now back to the show. Like That would be crazy. And I have like, I'm just thinking about my network and who I know who would have at least the ideas of how to create a platform like that, where maybe you can connect real estate investors with mental health yes. or other special needs services and professionals, like, and you can get to a person instead of calling a 1-800 number where you, exactly. the person it answering doesn't care. know anything. Yeah, exactly. That's the most frustrating part. And that's why it's, people are shied away from even exactly. helping it because it's such a finagled web to try to climb through that you just get frustrated and give up because you're never going to get the information. You don't know. You don't get to someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Exactly. Which is the problem. A lot of people end up getting to nowhere and then they just get frustrated and stop. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So outside of this uh, hotel that you have, this motel that you have, um, do you have any other real estate that you've been using for your mental health? Have you been growing since then? What's What's been going on? So we have um, another house that we utilize for mental health. So those are going to be for another program that I'm starting for residential crisis stabilization, almost like hospitalizing people with mental health issues. Um, I have an Airbnb property as well that I, or a property I use for short-term rentals, I should say. Um, and so that works out really well in my area since we have a big tourist uh, town. And then I am looking to purchase, I'm in the midst of trying to purchase a assistant living facility. So we have work to do <laughs> for sure. And I will say this, the wonderful thing about buying a hotel at a low price point is when I did my valuation, I bought it for 435, rehabbed it for 175. It appraised very minimally because we know banks take the lower route for 940. So there's a lot of equity. I've gotten offers. I actually had an offer on table for 1.2. Um, so it, it's good money to be making, even if you are the, on a real estate side and decide to just open these properties. And like you said, 
cater it towards individuals in mental health, looking for those buyers, it's a, it's a win each time. Wow. That's fantastic. Actually. Um, the other two properties you have, how, what size are those? Um, four bedrooms, four bedrooms. Oh, so they're single family properties. Oh yeah. Single family. Yes. Mm -hmm. All in the Newport news area. area. Road. So they're all in roads. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And those came after the hotel you expanded into those or you had those before? One was before, one was after. Okay. Okay. Um, so I do know there was another motel I heard you talking about before that you were trying to sell. I think you were in contract with and you were trying to sell. Did you ever sell that one no, or it's, your contract to that? No. So it's it's actually still available. I didn't end up selling it because at one point I was thinking, I kind of kept going back and forth. Do I want to buy it? Do I want to sell it? Do I want to buy it? And the, the owner is basically just taking the tax credits that he's getting. So he hasn't, you know, he's not in a rush to sell it. Another mm-hmm. good thing about seller financing is they most of the time they're not in a rush. Those are the individuals you want. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. it's I decided that I wanted to use that as my first um go at seeing if I can connect real estate professionals with mental health professionals. And so when I'm able to connect those two dots and I do have one side of the house, I'm just waiting to get the other side of the house. And I would be more like the consulting person in between. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay. How do so how else? Can someone out there find the type of property, like if they're interested in a hotel um, or extended stay or anything like that, that they could potentially do a special needs housing type of project with? Um, or even if they didn't, what if they want to turn it into a short-term rental in all the units, like a boutique motel using short-term rental kind of strategies, right? right. Um, how do you, besides just driving to buy a property and seeing that is old and having a sign out front is there any other the drive for dollars model still works for this for <laughs> sure i think that's the best route because you're going to get the best prices right if because hotels often are so, abandoned the ones that you want right so driving for dollars is really the best way but of course you can always um look on like the commercial property listings and see if you can find something that's been sitting there for a while and then see if you can make them an offer that's a little more creative. Um, But typically for those, you're not going to get obviously the best deal because somebody is paying for that to be there. So they want something in mind when they have those, but also um, like networks, right? So your network is truly your net worth. I have been able to, by just buying this one property, been able to meet so many different people that I would have never had any connections with, right? And so because they're a different culture and they operate very differently. And so because they feel comfortable with me, they've been able to, I can call anytime and say, hey, I need a property in Richmond, a hotel in Richmond. Do you know anything? And I say, hey, let me call a friend's mine who I know someone. So making sure people are really open. Um, if you are going into different cultures and you don't know the background, do your homework. So that way, you know, that you're not being offensive or anything to, um, to individuals mm-hmm. and get comfortable, right? Like get to know them so that let them know that you're serious and you're really interested and they can connect you to so many different people that you, you wouldn't even imagine. That's actually a great point. And that's great advice too. Like you're not, Oh, I hate, these cliche sayings, but they make <laughs> but they work, so right? <laughs> they so work. Like, 
<laughs> your network is your net worth. You never yes. know. Like, and if you think that the same circle of people that you've always been around is going to get you to where you need to go, right? Like, everyone's so scared of like, oh, if I get shammed or someone scams me or blah, blah, blah. But like, scared money don't make money. Exactly. And if you have a good team behind you, if you have good lawyers, I have a great lawyer, I have a great accountant, I have a, a good team of people. I don't make decisions on my own, even though it's my money, I still say, hey, let me present this to see if I'm missing something. So I don't have to worry about, there's still risk in everything, obviously, but yeah. it's less risk when I'm properly prepared. So I can walk into a room knowing, okay, there's this much chance that I'll get scammed. And even if I do get scammed, it's only going to be for this little bit versus this, because I know how to walk into a deal. I know how to strategize and structure things so that I'm not just throwing money away. Yeah. No, exactly. Are you enjoying this episode? Then stop what you're doing right now. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It really helps our show get pushed to more people who are looking for the information that we're sharing here. We have to share the wealth. If you listen to us on YouTube, make sure you like the episode that you're listening to right now and subscribe to our channel. Then share the channel with somebody else. There are people out there looking for the information you're listening to right now. So make sure you share it with someone who you know needs it. Now back to the show. And even if you have to get some type of find a mentor coach who, exactly. you know, in your, in your area or what you want to do, because actually I was, I was talking to um, a coach. I have another coach that I talk to, like I have a, a once a month call with him. Um, he basically is just business coach, not just, but business coach for like all my different ventures. Yeah. So I have like different memberships and groups I'm in for like each specific venture. And then I have like the business coach who kind of rounds them all out yes. together. And so I was telling like my husband about like a great opportunity. My business coach was telling me about like what he's doing and all this stuff. And so my husband was like, wait, how many coaches you got now? He was like, you got this one, you got this one, you got this one. I'm like, yo, don't be counting my coach's son. Don't be right. counting my coaches. Don't worry about you counting coaches. my coaches. You counting my coins a little bit, but just know it's going to come. I, I got, don't worry about that. I got these coaches under wrap, you know? Yeah, um, same here. Exact same. It never hurts. I feel like no, it doesn't. Never you never know. So my business coach has a real estate background. So for years, I wasn't really doing a lot in it, but he was still able to really be helpful to the mental health side. Like I said, it does translate really well. But now I'm really heavily into real estate. You know, I'll call him in a heartbeat and he'll like, OK, send me the LOI or which is letter of intent or this. And it's so it's, it's perfect to have people that's not necessarily in the same world as you because they have a different view and mm -hmm. you from a different perspective. Perfect. Yeah, no, that, that is completely, completely accurate. So what we're actually going to do now is we're going to transition into our final questions called Digest with the Guest that I ask every guest in every episode. And it's Digest with the Guest because we get so many juicy morsels of information that the guests share with us. And we need time to just like nibble it a little bit just get get it to digest you know you can't eat it too fast you get indigestion all that kind of stuff so i digest with the guests all right so the very first question is warren buffett said that diversification is protection against ignorance um i take that to mean that basically uh people diversify because they don't really know what they're doing but i don't know if like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Should you be diversifying or to build wealth or not? And what's your thoughts on that? 
Okay. So I would say that's a, a really good question. Um, I would say I'm somewhere in between, right? So I get what he's saying. If you if you feel like you have to put your cards in so many different pots, then that means that you really haven't done the homework to to see if this is a really good strategy. So I get what he's saying, but um, I would also say you got there's times and places for everything, right? So like real estate was yep. a one. If you got in two years ago and bought a, a whole bunch of things, wonderful. Maybe right now, not so much. So you need, if you're always trying to grow and elevate, you should be doing at least three things, I would say, right? And so I think there is something to be said about diversifying minimally and learning exponentially in each department. Mm. Yes. Okay. Love that. Um, have you played Monopoly before? uh yeah it's been a while but yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so in the game of monopoly which property would you want would you gain or aim for first in your strategy to win the game boardwalk the most expensive one or baltic the cheapest one and why okay so my strategy would probably be the cheapest one just because i am a revamper kind of girl I love to see something. Obviously, I'm I work in mental health, so I like to take something that's a little messy and 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 make it brand new or at least get close to it. And I like to see the growth, right? So I want all the money, and I'm I don't mind putting in all the energy and effort into it. So that would be my my strategy. Love it. What does wealth mean to you? Ooh, um, wealth means freedom, freedom to decide what you want your life and your impact on the world to look like. I love that. And that's, that's basically mine too. And I, I have, um, like, that's like my keyword for a lot of things is just freedom because that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing all this for. Like, it's a lot of time and it doesn't feel like you're free in the doing, but it's for your ultimate freedom, your future self freedom. Agreed. Yep. Same here. All right. So we actually ask each guest to come up with a question for the next guest. Ooh. And so... Um, and it can be anything. It can be business, personal, funny, whatever. Um, just as an example, like one funny question. It's actually probably think the first funny question that we had since I've been asking this was oh. Kaylani asked, um, do you put your tooth, do you put the water on your toothbrush before or after the toothpaste? <laughs> we, were, we were judging. So like, that's not your question because I, I asked that question to the I last I love guest. that. <laughs> but that's just an example of a silly question. That, that <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to be serious. But in okay. any case, so you actually are the fun recipient of two questions because I had two guests last time, like a co-guest oh, okay. situation. Um, so I'll ask you that question and then give you some time, unless you want to come up with a question first for the next guest, and then I ask you the question, or I can ask you these questions first and then you come up with the question. Ask it so I have time to think. Okay, all right. <laughs> so um, this question is from Brianna and Tyrell. And they do basically kind of Turo, short-term rental, Airbnb, that kind of stuff. They were on the previous episode. Um, so how many businesses did you have to start or try before you got the one that you knew was the one you needed to do and or that was like the most profitable? Um, I'm going to say I, my mental health business was technically my first business, but I have revamped it, started over <laughs> gotten thrown to the fire so many times it's like a different one each time so I would say uh probably four if I think about it that way that I've revamped my company three times and I had one other business before then 
Okay. Oh, cool. That's actually a good, like, even in the same business, because you revamped the business model, it basically Started became over. a new, like a Phoenix every time. So it's a new learning experience. That's, that's good to know too. Um, okay. Second question, pick any industry like that you could think of, doesn't matter. Um, and, and think of a small inconvenience in that industry. How would you change it? So the example that he gave kind of like just off the top of his head, he was like, just imagine like the sleeping industry and people waking up tired. So like, what would you invent or how would, what would you do to make people not wake up tired? Like there's a random, oh, random love. question. Yeah, but or, question. Like, at least he gave that as an example, but that was a question, yeah. I really like that. Okay, I don't know why this is random, but I almost slipped down my steps the other day <laughs> because my wood is kind of slippery. So um, an inconvenience to wood and and um flooring is that it's often kind of slippery so maybe i would say so random but i would say maybe creating a textile um for flooring that would make it less slippery <laughs> wow, that's that actually crazy. you know that's smart not I having to it... put something on top of it you know like the I just make it, uh, it just, yeah so not you know, like, putting, like one of those stair treads or something not that like right. something that's maybe like an invisible layer that exactly. has a little grip right. that's not instead of being like a clear steel truck you can still see that but yeah. like some kind of film some or, something. Of coating or something like because you already are putting uh, it on it so why why are we putting even though it looks shiny and pretty maybe putting something that has a little bit of texture great mm. yeah that's a good idea. Maybe something. I'm going to tell him we came up with a new product. <laughs> yes, we came up with a new product so that I don't have to flip down my steps. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. So now, question. question that you would have for the next guest. And I'll give you a few minutes if you want to think about that. I've been thinking about it. Something about a dollar came to my head. So if you only had one dollar... I think what I say, what would you do with it to, okay. So if you only had $1 and you had to make the biggest impact on the world, what would you do with it? Okay. I was just typing it into my uh, voice, typing it into my text so I can save it for next time. That's, that's a hard question. That's <laughs> a really good one. I don't, I don't even know. What would I, how would I answer that? I don't know. I'm trying to think how I would answer it too. Well, I mean, at least it's not for us to answer. It's for the next right. person. So <laughs> yeah, let somebody else do with that. <laughs> okay, that's great. All right. Um, let's see. How can listeners connect with you? Oh, yeah. So I on all channels, I am Stan, S-T-A-N-L-P-C underscore R-E. Okay. So I'm not even going to repeat it because I'm going to mess it up. Say it one more time. So it's Stan, Standis, S-T-A-N-L-P-C, like licensed professional counselor, underscore R-E, real estate. Okay, and what, what platforms are you on? Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook. Is there another? Okay. Oh, I'm never really on X, Twitter, whatever. Okay, all right. And I'll have all the links to that anyway, and I'll put that in the show notes along with like contact info. If you have like an email or however people can reach out to you, let them know that you heard of Standis on the Share the Wealth Show. You want to reach out some questions and maybe she can consult you on combining your real estate and your mental health um, facility or, or connecting you with mental health in any case. So 
This was such a great conversation. This was good. This was wonderful. I enjoyed it. So much more about the different steps. And I've known you for a little while now, but yeah. I feel like I got to really dig in and I appreciate get more it. clarity. Yeah. Now I can't wait to talk more because we got some businesses to we start. We got some business. We had to make a whole consulting channel now. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm going to ask my business coach about like, what I could yes. do for that. Yeah. But um, in any case, thank you again so much for sharing this whole journey with, with us, like how you got into starting with mental health and how you started with your first like hotel, motel, the construction problems and issues and how you just have, how did you have the, and this is so random and I don't know why I didn't ask it before, but how do you have the grit to keep pushing through the hard? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I really think that I, because I work with people who have, they're back against the wall every day. Those are the individuals I work with. It's like, how dare I not push myself? Like, I don't really have that that right. Like, to whom much is given, much is required is like my model for life. So you got to just make it work, push through. And I have a great support system. Wonderful. So I'm blessed. Yeah. Perfect. And that that's great. I, I love that. And there's nothing else to say after that. Like, I don't know how else to wrap it up, but say it's a wrap and we will it's a see wrap. You and your time. skin is glowing. It looks beautiful. I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> no. All right, everyone. We will see you on the next episode of the Share the Wealth Show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? Be sure to connect with Nicole by following her on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. If you picked up any of the gems that were dropped by today's guest, Make sure you not only put them in your bag, but if you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified.